Hello, friend. In honor of Veterans Day, we have a veteran on our show this week, return guest Jamie Kaler. And he's here with Jason Gowan from the Parents Lounge podcast. It's a super fun episode, but I had some internet and technical issues. So about 46 minutes into the show, you're just going to hear some weird audio coming from me. And at some point, I just drop out and uh, and come back at the end of the show. Uh, what are you going to do? The internet giveth, the internet taketh away. And with that, let's take it away. Enjoy this episode of Why Mommy Drinks. everyone welcome to why mommy drinks this is betsy stover your tired host and today we uh, this is maybe the most people ever that have ever been on the show i think um i'm not no maybe that's not true anyway hi i am joined by my guest co-host today actor comedian writer fucking everything stephanie escajeda Hello, everyone. Oh, I love to be part of a superlative. Ugh, the most. <laughs> this is the most people ever. And I'm in most it. Most winning. Too. <laughs> uh, and we are also joined by uh, a previous guest from the olden times. He's an actor, a comedian. He's the co-host of the Parents Lounge podcast, which I'm going to be on very soon. You should all listen in for that at the very least. Jamie Kaler. Hey. Um, hi, hi. Thanks for having me. This is very, very exciting. And yeah, I feel like I bookended your show. I was there early on in the late 50s. I think Lucille Ball was the other guest. It was a crazy That's show. That's right. And now I'm back, finally, to kind of bring it home. I got a lot more stories to tell. That's right. And to best show ever. So thank you for yep. sending uh, this burning boat out into the ocean, Jamie. Yep. Viking funeral um, for you. Perfect. Yes. Right. My favorite. And we are also joined by your, your co-host on Parents Lounge Podcast. He's also an actor and a comedian, Jason Gowan. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show, you two. Uh, oh, you're welcome. As, Thanks for having us. As always, uh, just getting getting to recording was a hot mess. I mean, not always, but uh, fairly often. Um, so thank you for bearing with me um, and not leaving. I appreciate it. Um, how's everybody doing? How are we doing? You okay? Doing okay. I showered. And I, I always see. think it's weird because, yeah, I know. But you know what's weird it's is when you shower, stuff. everyone's always like, oh, you showered, huh? You know, like almost like, oh, oh you think like when fancy. I put on a, oh, I, you put on a dress. I'm like, am I allowed to wear pants? But when I shower, it's, are you supposed to get all the way to the part where people then maybe you're like, you've hidden the fact you've ever showered? Like, you got to get your hair all dry and make sure that you're absolutely mm -hmm. like, oh, no shower here. <laughs> I don't know. That's an old shower. I feel like when uh, I yeah, was because, uh, growing like, up, wet hair was looks like, great on me. Looks nice. I took a bath this morning. Whoa. Did what? You? Did you go like full indulgence, candles, scrubs, bath bombs? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no salts this morning. Uh, um, I was, hmm. uh, so I had a physical yesterday. I had a physical because during uh. the pandemic, I was like, <laughs> 
you know, I, like pretty much everybody else, I, I drank literally every day. Mm. I mean, every mm-hmm. day. I wasn't every drinking day. vodka mm-hmm. shots at the crack of dawn. But at five o'clock when I started dinner, because I homeschooled two kids for 14 months. So I would start, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd just crack a bottle of wine about five or six. And then I'd be in bed by 8.15. But I was talking to the doctor yesterday and I was like telling him. And, and so they did all these tests on me. And it turns out I'm still super healthy. But he's like, oh, you're old enough to get a shingle shot. Uh. And I was like, okay, Ooh. whatever. So he gave me a shingle shot. The nurse gave me a shingle shot. And then um, has anyone ever had shingles? My mother had it. Apparently, you don't want I've it. Heard, yeah, good. I heard it's just awful. Yeah, like Terry Bradshaw will tell you. It's very horrifying. And so they gave me a shingle shot. I got home. And I'm going to tell you right now, at 5 o'clock, it was like somebody hit me with a baseball bat. Oh. I was in – I had the worst night ever. I, like my arm is still criminally sore. Oh. I was awake all night sweating and, and like dying. And my wife's like, what happened? I go, they gave me a shingle shot. So this morning I was like, I couldn't focus. And so I, I sat in the bath and listened to NPR. That's how old I am. I just really, it all fell apart. I was trying to focus. And so I had it on my phone. I listened to NPR in the tub. Like yeah. that's how they're going to find me one day, just floating in a tub with just NPR news on, on, okay. on the loop. I just wanted to, I wanted to make sure, you know, for me, I have to justify a bath with something like that where I had like the worst night of my life or whatever, because to get the tub dirty, the tub that then I'm going to have to clean, I'm like, oh, is it worth uh, it? Is bathing really worth this? So it has to be this thing where it's like this <laughs> monumental treat yourself or save yourself from shingles. Why does the why does the tub have to be insanely you're like my wife like my wife will clean the tub before she bathes oh. the kids and I'm like no I don't do that they they can my wife will clean the tub a lot she'll like oh the tub's dirty I go yeah just run the shower for like 30 seconds before you put the drain down yeah yeah I will yeah, do that's I, what I do we have one of those self cleaning machines that shoots the the suds all around it that that eats any grime that forms oh, that and it just every 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 like a couple of hours, it just shoots this line of cleaner and sanitizes wait, the tub. Wow! Wait, what? You have self cleaning in the dishwasher? Are you in yeah. the dishwasher? Yes. It's, oh, he's no, been bathing in the dishwasher. No. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I just throw a couple of those pods in, and I'm good to go for the day. Just like one of those spray hose car wash things. Yeah. That's how I wash the kids in the backyard now. The drying cycle's a little intense, yeah. but for the most part, I enjoy well, you know, the rest you of gotta it. You got to do half rack. You got to do half rack, and then you're fine. They have those dog dryers, the little boxes with the doors, and you put the dog in, and then it's and I, what? that's what I use. I put the kids. I bought one. It's in the backyard, nice. and then I dry the kids that way. Yes. Wait, you're, you're... Of course you are. I've used them at Universal Studios, like the human ones. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, like, really after like, like a, a hurricane, a fluge. What are they called? A flume. Flume, right? Flume. I was like, it's either, it's either, isn't luge something? Luge is a swallow. That's when a, that's when a, that's when a, that's when a sick guy jerks off on you. <laughs> that's fluge. That's 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 nice. Nice. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. It's covered in fluge. Uh, no, I okay. See, I didn't know they had those at Universal. I hadn't been in a long time. I uh, one time. I took my, God, it was a seven-year-old. Oh, thank God, a truck's backing up on my street. Um, One time I took my seven-year-old because she was very into Harry Potter and I wanted to get her on the ride. And we stood in the line because it had just opened the the big castle thing. And it was like two two and a half hour wait to get to the front. 
and they had clocked us getting in the line. And when we got back to that point, which is like you entered near the front and then you come back to the front and you're about to go in the castle, they went, she's too short. Two and a half hours after they saw me get in the line, they told me she was too short. And I was like, universal! But we had bought, yeah, we bought annual tickets, so we went back a lot. <gasps> we, well, I would have gone full uh, on Voldemort on them. I would have just, I would have, put, I would have cast uh, an evil spell. I would have lit that place up. No, they. Here's the thing with the Harry Potter ride: if you, because you can't, you don't get to sit together in it. Right. So if you just what? ride single rider, you pop right in real fast. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But you get to yeah. ride. I, I get to hold her leg, or the person who's not yeah. my child, on the other side of me. Get to hold their legs. People frown I remember, when I do that. <laughs> I remember I was, sitting. We, <laughs> I was I sat at Disney next World to my husband time. on it. Go on, Jamie. <laughs> when I was dating my wife, I we we met in Orlando one time, and we went to Disney World, and I had a giant uh, Wyatt Earp mustache going, like an nice. insane Wyatt Earp. I think I was doing my voice, and we had the mustache growing contest. So I had this giant mustache, and we get all the way to Disney World, and she goes, "Oh, I don't really like rides." And so I ended up going on a bunch of rides by myself at Disney. She she doesn't like the crazy rides, which is the only ride worth it, right? Like the crazy rides, like Space Mountain or whatever. So there I was as a single with a giant wider mustache looking total like 1970s predator next standing next to a van with a black light uh, unicorn on the side. And like parents were holding their kids back. Oh, funny. To go like, uh, yeah, he can just take the whole ride by himself. Until, <laughs> until, <laughs> I have I have to break out photos eventually. I have photos of me at Disneyland with giant mustache. Yeah, creeper, creeper. Here, let's let's do a little housekeeping, everyone. I've got. Uh, I just want everyone to tell tell everybody how many kids you got. I, I've uh, I've got three kids. They're all boys. I have a five year old, a nine year old, and an eleven year old. Steph, what do you got? I have got two kids. I have a um, 10-year-old and a 5-year-old, and they are both female-born children. And Mm. my 10-year-old is talking about non-binary, and we're seeing. Mm. So I'm just sort of, this is literally as of Saturday. So I have not the language yet to identify my child's gender. Non-binary, I'd say. That's what she told yeah, me. Not to put them oh, on that's glass, but they told me. my oldest, my 11 year old is like, I'm toying with this idea. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, there you go. We'll see. Uh, uh, Jamie, what you got? Uh, I have two little girls, an eight year old and a six year old, uh, both bright red hair and porcelain skin because my wife's a redhead and um, we should not be living in Southern California. We should probably be living in like a Norwegian uh, forest of some sort. Um, <laughs> So I don't know if it's child abuse keeping them here, but they are, uh, yeah, actually I just, I took them to school like an hour ago and every morning is like, it's like I'm cutting the wires on a bomb for one hour <laughs> yeah. trying to get them to, does everybody else like every morning I get home and I'm shaking by the time I get back to the house of like, wow, that was painful. Yes. Like every morning, get, get, your, get your bag, get your shoes on, get your get shoes on, get your shoes on, get your shoes on. Yeah. What are you doing sitting there? Get up! Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Every day. Yeah. Every yes. day. Why do they take so every long day. putting their shoes on? Why do, why do we not ever crack the code on not completely losing our shit on them, though, for the things they do every day, <laughs> and then my reaction's the same every day? 
I did yeah. lose my shit. And I said the word shit. I said, get your shit together. Uh, and my wife was like, Jesus, Jamie. And I was like, I can't. I'm hanging on. <laughs> I'm almost crazy. I said the word, I screamed the word shit at my kids this morning. Yeah. I blame the shingles. I blame shingles. What? The shingles. Well, I heard that you make a deal with them last night. Uh, that How did that go? Because you made uh, a deal. That she promised you she wasn't going to give you any problems. So they've done it once or twice where I go, I go, here's the trick. Get up. Get your shit together. Then I'll let you watch TV. I'll let you play video games. Whatever yes. you want. As soon as you're like ready to get in the car, you can do whatever you want. They don't. They meander or whatever. So last night I let them stay up a little. They pinky prom. Hannah was like, pinky promise. I'll do it in the morning. I go, sure, whatever. Claire... Claire starts crying. She goes, I don't know if I can pinky promise, Daddy. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, she goes, I just don't know if I can do it. Oh my God. And I, I applauded her. I said, Claire, I love your honesty that you, um, you know, Hannah's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll promise to get, like, immediate gratification. Claire actually thought about it and was like, I, yeah. I just don't think I can do yeah. it. And so she went, I don't want to promise, Dad. Sorry. She was in tears. She was like, I don't know if I can, Daddy. <laughs> Hannah's a pathological liar, and Claire's very, like, I've asked her sometimes to keep secrets from her mom or something. Even, like, we bought her mother a present <laughs> for her birthday. I said, well, don't tell her. And she goes, I don't know if I can do that, Daddy. Oh, I'm man. All with mama. And I go, all right, yeah. whatever. Whenever there's a surprise, my kids will, like, come in with a fucking crazy Cheshire cat grin and be like, we got you something. And it's everything for them not to tell me. I have to be like, no, please don't yeah. tell me. I love surprises. Yeah, That's my husband. And they're like, okay, but can I give you a hint? And I'm like, no, I don't want a fucking hint. No, no like, wait. I know. My husband like, is so, so proud of himself. There's so few things that I get joy from. <laughs> my husband gets so proud of himself when he buys me something. He's like, do you, you want to know what it is? And I'm like, I, I don't. My birthday's in a month. <laughs> I want it in a month <laughs> to celebrate my birthday. He's like, but I can't hold it. Jason, how many kids do you have? <laughs> I can't. Uh, oh, yeah, oh my I God. have I have three. I have three boys. <gasps> I have a five year old <gasps> and twin two year olds. Holy, Holy shit. <laughs> Were you going for number two? But you got number two and three? Yeah. No, I got Shanghai. I got a well-placed uh, text message while I was at work, came home, and the oops happened at that time. Wow. But oh, you didn't wow. know you were, you didn't plan on twins. That was a surprise. Well, they're the eighth set of twins in my family. So you're like, yeah. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. So you I, I had joked about there. Yeah. yeah. And they're the second in hers. So we, we had a, we had a decent shot at that. Wow. Yeah, you were Shanghaied. So Shanghai. she pulled a trap door out. You ended up on a boat, fucking your wife. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, there were more costumes involved. Yeah. Okay. Right, why don't you tell them? Tell them. Uh, tell the costumes that were involved. First of all, you should tell everyone that you love uh, Marvel superheroes and and comic books. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Marvel chair. I have I, my kid. Yeah. My kids are named after Iron Man and Wolverine. What are their uh, names? Not Iron Man and Wolverine. Not not Iron Man and Wolverine. They're Anthony and Logan. Oh, so, wow. Uh, <gasps> Wow. And let me let me guess. It would be funny if it was Iron Man and Wolverine. This is Iron Man, this is Wolverine. <laughs> if I could have gotten away with that with my wife, I totally would have done it. But Logan is I mean wow. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and he is. Well, tell, them, tell them about the costume, how it worked. 
So I Wait, was at what? work, and and I received a a, a <gasps> picture text message of my wife oh. uh, dressed in full Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman gear, and I wasn't <gasps> even finished with I wasn't finished work, and I literally just I was like I'm done for the day, and I just drove home. I just, I like broke the sound barrier. I was like I was like <laughs> uh. <laughs> trying, to, trying to just get back home, and and I don't know. I don't know what she did, but whatever it was made twins. She turned you on. Well, maybe the Catwoman brought out the Super Batman extra load of yours, and yeah. uh, that really com- <laughs> fate accomplished. Wow. Yes, you punched through. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Kudos to your wife. Yeah. Well, that's really impressive. I don't want to see the Good picture, but. Her. Yeah. Oh, there's pictures. Oh, she would frown on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it's a enough lot of that you've told us. God. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess if I don't tell her. Men love a suit. Oh, that's not what I said. I said it's enough It's enough that you actually told us that she did it. Yeah, I'm into I it. Mean, that's... Oh, she's, okay with, she's okay with us knowing it happened, but... Uh, I, mean, I, I saw you tell on stage in front of 300 people where she was there, so I'm sure she's fine with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> in my defense, Wait. I did get permission before. Like I was like, you're cool with me telling that story? So, <laughs> I mean, it paints her in an amazing light she's like yeah well, i'm the fucking best the wife she's ever like, we went i had a, we had a the yearly checkup with for my four or for my five-year-old he had his wellness uh, checkup we walk in and the pediatrician who's just, she's just an absolutely wonderful woman leans down and says jace how are you doing my child looks her dead in the eye and goes last night mom dressed up as Catwoman and she's just sitting on daddy's chest and she scratched him and she went meow <laughs> and i was like oh no and i i was like i at that point, I turned and I just started reading the eye chart. I'm like, A, Q, Q, please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. And she didn't, to her credit. She never said a word. But on the way out, as we were leaving, she she stops me as I'm about to go. And she goes, please tell Catwoman I said hello. <laughs> Amazing. Kudos for you for also being the one to bring um, him to the pediatrician. Oh, I, yeah. that's, that's my that's my job. Well, Good. honestly, my wife can't handle them. It has to be me or 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 the. That's me. I'm like the I'm the. Is it anything gross like splinter barf like any? Uh, that's it has to be me. I'm like super good with those things. Uh, my husband can't even take my kids' teeth falling out. He's like, don't look, don't show me, don't show me, because it's just too like <gasps> wiggly wow. and gross for him. Yeah, he's like not into it. Hmm. Hey, hey. Well, here, let me get down to business here. Uh, Let me tell you a story of something that's been breaking me. Um, uh, So the other day uh, I had my 10, no, 10, 11. I said 11, right? He's 11. Yeah, 9, 11. Never forget. There we go. Um, I had my 11-year-old in the car, and we were going to pick up my 5-year-old. And I had already had like a bad day, like a frustrating day. And so I was already kind of like on edge. And he was telling me, <clears throat> about uh, how his gym teacher doesn't enforce um, masks. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you guys are probably outside anyway, right? And he's like, yeah, but we're super close to each other physically. 
we're not distanced or anything, so we we don't know people are not wearing masks and they're like super close. So I was like, oh, okay, well, why don't you tell her uh, that? Um, and uh, what maybe you need to just say something after class one day that it makes you you know nervous that that you have a brother with a with asthma and you have another brother with congenital heart defects and like you don't want to dick around. And I didn't say that, but like you don't want you you, you don't want to get sick and you're and you're too young to get you're shot um and he's like well i don't want to tell her because she's um she doesn't like being told uh she doesn't like being corrected great like already i'm oh man like what the fuck has my smart ass son been correcting his gym teacher about i'm sure she loves that um and and so i'm like okay well if if you can't do it um then then i can i can reach out to her what is her name and so we're we're on campus there to pick up his five-year-old brother and uh, so we have to put on our masks because you're on campus and um and he's and he's like uh <laughs> he, he's like <laughs> and he's like got his mask on and he's kind of turning away and i'm like what and he's like and he says some fucking crazy name it's like who who blame or something and i'm like i don't know what you're saying what is her name and he's like says it again but he keeps mumbling and turning away like he's not even looking at me as he's saying it um not that i can see his mouth move or anything but uh just to hear it more clearly under his muffled mask as he mumbles this woman's bizarre name and um so so i'm like just turn can you just look at me can you face me as you say it as you're mumbling and he's like i'm not mumbling and I'm like, okay, just what, what is the first letter of her name? And he's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, my God, Rex, please stop mumbling. Just look at me and say the name of the teacher. Can you spell it? So he finally does, and it's some fucking crazy name that I've, I've never heard of. With a, it, It's one of the things, like, does it start with an H? And he's like, no, it starts with a T. Like, it, it's just I'm not understanding at all what he's saying. Um, so we, he I finally get his name straight and I'm like, okay. And he's like, I wasn't mumbling. And I was like, well, I mean, you were, you were mumbling, but also you have a mask on and you were turned away from me. So I, I couldn't hear what you were saying. And he's like, I wasn't though. You could. And I was like, what? No, I couldn't. And so then my fucking 11 year old, like gaslights me about me, about mumbling and about whether I could hear him. And it just fucking set me off. And, uh, so we're walking from the entrance. He's uh, gaslighting me about mumbling, um, and uh, and I've just already fucking had it. And I'm also annoyed that he is making me talk to this teacher when it's so simple for him to just be like, "Hey, Mrs. Crazy Pants, name like I please ask people to wear their masks in class." Um, so we're walking to the to the other building and it's just getting more and more heated and I'm like Rex dude like this is a pattern of behavior with you you um, like people tell you ways that you can do things better or different that and and you deny that they that it's even happening like just take as, a, as an improv teacher I was like I wanted to be like, just take a fucking note, dude. Take a note. You don't have to use it, but just take it. Accept it. I'm telling you that you mumble. You mumbled under a mask. It's not a big deal. Just take it and, and, and move on. 
and fucking try not to mumble um, in the future. But he's just like, no, I don't. And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, you do. This happens all the time. People tell you that you do things and you don't listen and then you deny that it's happening. Just like listen to what people are saying. Listen to feedback and constructive criticism. Try to <laughs> enact uh, positive self-change. Um, and so by the time we get to where my youngest son is to like sign him out, I'm like yelling at I'm yelling at him. I'm yelling at him and I'm getting real sassy. Um, and oh, at some point I'm like talking to him and I we're like right outside the classroom where we have to sign out the five year old. <laughs> and and at some point um, I look at him and I just go, you know what? You talk to your teacher. And when I do that, I just kind of like tap him on the chest with my finger. Uh oh. I didn't, I didn't push him. I didn't hit him. I just tapped him, tapped him <laughs> on his chest. And I was like, you, you call, you talk to your teacher. I'm not going to do it. You know what? Sassy pants is who gaslights me about mumbling. Uh, no. Um, and he, in the earshot of the fucking after school person, is like, don't hit me. And I was like, no. <laughs> um, because, the last thing I need is for some someone at school thinking I'm fucking hitting my kids, because um, they he couldn't see me. He could just hear my son saying that. P.S. I did not hit him. Uh, I I just tapped him on the chest with one finger. Um, you got to hit and, him hard. Uh, that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what you, I don't want to. I mean, if you're gonna get butt, accused, so if, if you're gonna hit, commit. That's the rule. <laughs> If you're gonna hit, commit. Yeah. Honestly, that's a t-shirt. Uh, that's a t-shirt right there. Oh no. So I don't know. That's that's what broke me. By the time we got home, I was just like, I'm going upstairs. I cannot deal with this person. Um, I am I'm broken. I I just can't. Um. So anyway, so that's that was my story. Yeah. There you go. 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. I tried it out and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. Lots of things can make your workouts hard. Extra resistance, double speed, one more mile. 
Your socks shouldn't, though. That's why Bombas Performance Socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. Bombas Performance Socks have taken all the amazing innovations that make Bombas the most comfortable socks you've ever worn, and they've added their special Hextech Performance Technology. They're stitched with special moisture-wicking yarn and temperature-regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in and prevent overheating. They come with a pillow-like tab to save you from blisters, stay-up technology, a special arch-hugging system. That one is my personal favorite. It Seriously, I have high arches, and it feels great. Plus an extra layer of cushiony comfort on the bottom for the perfect amount of support. And that's my second favorite thing also. It feels like you're walking on little pillows. They come in different styles for every sport with specific design features that help you optimize performance and keep you comfortable no matter what you're doing. And like all of their socks, for every pair of Bomba's performance socks you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. They have donated over 45 million pairs so far. I love all my Bomba's socks, but my personal favorite is the the lightweight cushioned no-show sock. I love a no-show sock and these are somehow magically the perfect weight while still being absorbent and they're just the right amount of cushioned. I don't know how they cram it into one tiny lightweight no-show sock. Another thing I love about Bombas is that their socks come in an array of really cheerful, happy, playful colors and styles. And you really can't beat that philanthropic mission. Go to bombas.com WMD today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S bombas.com WMD for 20% off bombas.com WMD. I love hearing other stories of, of parents being broken because it reminds me that I'm not the only one that's been broken. Oh, oh, Jamie, we haven't talked in yeah. years, but my gosh, my it's kids break me. That I oh, I don't day. have a dissimilar story. Uh, I mean, not it's not about like I didn't hit my kids like you did, Betsy. I'm kidding. <laughs> you didn't tap. Oh, you God, tapped them. No. That, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That happens though, where you're like, I know. No, but what, but what's weird is, so we're trying to find a middle school for my older one, and um, she's just going through this period of, uh, I don't know, it's like a rebellion, except it's, it's more than that because she just gets oppositional for no reason. I'm actually even looking into like. Ugh this thing called oppositional defiance disorder where they cannot get out <laughs> they cannot get out of the they just are defined their own way no they can't they can't stop just disagreeing with you for no i mean right when you're like this is for no reason oh, yeah and you literally see what's well, coming my wife had that. <laughs> <laughs> my wife still has that i believe it's called hormones oh, i believe yeah, I'm i not mean sure it might be i don't know we'll see i mean I have said this before on the podcast and and my daughter's aware of it too. She has she's neurodiverse and she's got ADHD and they were you know a, a while ago they were like she has some uh, markers for autism and I uh but but she's very social so not those so and that, those are the ones that people are usually worried about and uh I was like I don't see I don't see autism and now I'm like oh okay I see I see some things mm. that I'm seeing. But again, I don't know. We're all in the exploratory phase right now. But I take her on, uh, Mm -hmm. I set up all these middle school tours for her. And she is acting like, 
why are you doing this to me? And it's like, because you can't go to your elementary school next year. It goes until fifth grade. You are, you're in fifth grade. But I go, I, there's an all-girls Catholic high school. I set up a shadow day for her. And I'm like, do you like it? And she was like, it's fine. And I was like, okay, you spent like a whole day. You missed school to yeah. go to like an older kid's school. You should feel like you liked it. And if you don't, let's stop with the charade, right? Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then I asked like a friend it's whose fine. kid goes there. She goes, he. I said, when did when did you know your kid really wanted to go there? Oh, after the shadow day was no turning back. Oh, <gasps> she loved it. She found out you could buy Dippin' Dots there, and it was game over. Then I take her to this other middle school, and she's literally okay. So this is the other thing. She, she now she's very into animation, very into Japanimation. J- like she takes Japanese. She dresses like this uh, Hatsune Hatsune Miku. Oh gosh, she's she. This is where I'm the mom, and she'd laugh at me for like mispronouncing the band name or something. <laughs> Hatsune Miku. I know. If you guys have kids into this um, pop singer who is just a cartoon, it's just like a... Whoa. It's just a... What do you... Oh, my God. Now I forgot the word for what is the thing where it's an icon? Avatar? Avatar. Avatar. She's just an avatar. It's like a fake pop singer named Hatsunu Miki. Oh, my God. We are living... it's, when we it, were in like high in school, Japan. that stuff is big in oh, Japan. Yes. My kid d- goes to school dressed like this person. Uh, anyhow, so I'm already sitting there going, like, oh, I hope this is okay with everyone's teachers. <laughs> I would. I just don't have the legs for oh, it. Right, right. But she, oh, and that's the other thing. She wears thigh high, like, stocking socks with, like, bows at the top. And I, Ooh. and my husband's like, are Ooh. we sure we want to let her go to school dressed like this? And I go, she's 10. Yeah, they're socks. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Let's not like, just because you've sexualized them for like adult females, let's just let our 10 year old express, I don't know. Anyway, so I bring her to this middle school tour and I start seeing all my friends and they have their 10 year olds and the 10 year olds are just like kind of quietly like, you know, mommy, daddy, I'm excited to see this school. Like that's in my head, they're like these perfect children just standing there. My kid's like swinging her, like she's like kind of up on a bar, uh, you know, like a guardrail going like, what are we doing here, man? I don't even get this. What's happening? And I was like, um, honey, I were on a tour, remember? And she's like, why do you want me to go here? I go, I don't know if I want you to go here. I'm just showing you the school. I did, and then she's like, "Why do you like this school so much?" I'm like, "I don't know anything about this school. I don't like this school. I have to set up school doors for your fucking ass out of someplace." Of course, I don't yell fucking. But in my head, in my head, that's my voice. Is I'm always like, "You motherfucker!" And then, in, like, I'm like, "Honey," like that's probably how my voice sounds. Hun, let's whatever. So we go on this school tour. And I'm literally so pissed at her by this point that I am distancing myself from my kid on the tour. (laughs) I am putting as many adults and like as many bodies as I can have between my child and myself. I'm like, I'm not, well, where's her parents? You know, like, who's this kid? <laughs> <laughs> 
And this school is magical. It's like oh a steam school. And they're showing like this robotics, like they have ro- uh, our, uh, remote controlled cars, like their award winning robotics lab. They have all of this crap. And wow. she sees a poster on the wall that says they have a club about anime. And she goes, I think I want to go here. And, and, and I'm like, that is not the way we make academic choices, but whatever. Like, as long as you have your mind made up about something. I swear to God, if I gave her $10,000 right now, she'd think she could, like, get her own apartment and move to Japan and be fine. And I'm like, no, you Whoa. can't. No. It's kind of a win. It's like, come for the poster, stay for the robotics, exactly. I guess. Okay. I'm into it, but... But seriously, and and the weird the weird switcheroo of the whole thing is you want your child to be independent. It's almost one of the goals of parenting. My child is so independent. It's like I can't keep you safe though. You're ten. No, you cannot go to that you know all ages sex club or whatever. She doesn't want to do that, but it's that thing where you just want to like rein her back in. Like, can I teach you some things? No, you know everything. Okay, good. Well, good luck. I don't know. Oh. So that broke me. I, was... I think that's what it what it is to be a tween, right? Like we were probably all that way too, right? Like word... you don't have anything to teach no. me. I know everything. No, I wasn't. Yeah. No, I wasn't this way at ten. No, I was not. <laughs> I I swear to you, I was not. At ten, not at eleven, not at twelve, thirteen. Yes, I started becoming a dick. Yeah. But that so I Four, on yeah, my 14, on my that's... timeline on my timeline I was like I'm. Uh, I got a couple years. Nope. It's like teens yeah. happen at 10 now. All the like defiance. Mother, uh, yeah. You have two my years. My father had a similar story. When my father helped us pick schools, he what he did is he drove me down to the end of the street and he said, you're going to stand here and a bus is going to pick you up. Yes. And wherever that bus takes you, that's where you're going to school. Yep. That was the, yeah. that was our school choice. There was no yeah. like... It's true. You know, that was it. Well, we have, yeah. what's, cra- what, crazy, well, but what's crazy is that at the, uh, y- y- the school that we're zoned for is a magnet school. So you even have to apply to get into the local school. So right. it's kind of like, we might not even get in there. So we actually have to look for other schools, but she's also, it's like, you know, she's at a school with maybe 500 kids now. And, and the school that we're zoned for, mm-hmm. that's a magnet that I have to apply to has like 2000. And I'm like, can we get something that maybe just ups it by like 700 kids? It's not like out of control. Because I think high school is when you should get to 2,000, right? That was my high school. It was like 2,000. Yeah, yeah. but middle school, 2,000? It seems like that's drowning. She's going to drown. Oh, no, she'll be fine. I don't know. She literally is. Listen, we'll be fine. I I honestly yes. think we're at a point where we we so overthink these things that uh, mm. she's going to be fine. Yes. Or she's not. But the, no, he's like, right. you know what I mean? Like we sit and we 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 look at it through a telescope and so I agree. much. And listen, yeah. she, she literally she makes her own lunch every day. Makes her own lunch every day. Will she come make my wow. kids' lunch? Because my kids I, I, won't make their I own believe lunch. Believe me, I mean, yeah, there's things same. she takes Japanese. If I send her to That's camp, awesome. she'll go for seven <clears throat> weeks. If I, if she'll be like, "Thank you for letting me take a break from all you people." But, yeah. but when I try to tell her simple things that would actually help her life, she's like, "Screw you, man! Who? Are, what do you know?" I'm like, literally everything more than you. Like, I know almost everything <laughs> more than you do. Everything. 
I tell my kids that exact same thing. I know everything. Yeah. I wish I Dude, honestly, I wish I didn't I, know I, everything. I swear. And I got, yes, I want you to find me fallible Ugh. someday, but until you literally, I, there are no lies in what I'm telling you. Cause I'm very straight with my kids too. I never lie to them. I don't deceive them. And this is, the, this is the other thing. Like she came home from, they learned, she learned about, um, 9-11. She learned about 9-11. She was like, mm. uh, you know, we learned about 9-11 today. It's 20th anniversary. And I go, oh, my gosh, that's such a heavy topic. Man, do you want to, like, deconstruct it? Do you want to, like, like give me some sort of... No, I'm yeah. good. I know everything. I go, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to know if I could check in with you emotionally. No, I know everything about it. I go, oh, so you don't want to hear about how your dad literally was working downtown and saw people fall from buildings? You don't want to know about that? Like, of course, I didn't say that. Of course, I just, I have this yell, scream person in my head, and it sounds usually like, okay, hon, well, we'll yeah. talk later. But I'm That's screaming funny. at her in my head. You, you, yeah. super fun. Yeah. Anyways, that's what broke me. I'm, I'm already broken. Yeah. I'm still broken. I'm constantly broken. Yeah. <laughs> a good one. Thanks. It's a good. That's every totally day. valid. Every, day's every day, breaking. every day, yeah. I'm broken. I break yeah. more. Should I tell you? Should I tell you why I'm broken, Betsy? Um, first of all, I made, you know, having kids this late in life, I've made terrible choices. Let's just all, I broke myself really. I did some, I did right. some stupid things. You brought it um, upon so yourself. I, yeah. I mean, it's my own, most of it's my own fault. I was like, yeah, why not? That Now I know. Now I know why not. Um, I homeschooled both kids. Um, Claire was, her first year of kindergarten was totally done on an iPad. And Hannah was in second grade. And we had just started construction on the house. Um, so there was like construction guys here working and we were, I had took, taken desks or whatever. And um, I was homeschooling my kids because uh, my wife was luckily working. I was out of work, you know, as an actor and comic, we were done. So I homeschooled my kids and I, one day, this, this story is going to be called Claire and the Missing Headphones. <laughs> but the, the name of the story is really irrelevant. It could be called, where's that smell coming, coming from? Or, you know. Why would you block the drain and let the water run, causing $7,500 worth of damage? The, the story's irrelevant. When you talk to people who don't have kids, uh, they don't understand. But when you talk to another parent and they go, hey, what happened? I thought you were coming over today. You go, ugh, kids. Other parents go, totally get it, dude. I know what happened. They don't even know. But they, you talk to somebody without kids and they don't get it. And so one morning we had the kids, Claire was on her headphones doing kindergarten. And uh, the world was barely tolerable. I was just still hanging on by a thread. Mm -hmm. I was in the kitchen um, cleaning up after breakfast. I had just started her on uh, on her iPad for kindergarten that morning, which was a tr every day was a train wreck of like she, she was trying to follow a schedule. It was her first year of school ever. She was doing it on an iPad in our living room. And uh, they, she was in kindergarten. It was in second. None of the schedules matched. Oh, yeah. I'd turn around the corner. She'd be under the desk just playing with dolls. I'd be like, Claire, you got to. Get back up in the frame. Right. You know, I'd see other parents and like people were just wandering around in underwear. It was it was like zombie land. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. True. I saw some parents cheating and I was like, hey dude, that's you can't cheat. Try to help the kid. But and so I'm cleaning in the kitchen and out of nowhere I hear Claire's entire class, like thirty five kindergartners all at once, which is it's a terrible sound. <laughs> it was like they were having auditions for Oliver where every kid auditioned simultaneously in gibberish. It was 
If you were going to torture people to get them to give you information, this would be a sound you would just play at Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. And people would go, dude, I can't. I'll tell you whatever you need. Just please stop that sound. And so I come back around the corner. I go, hey, Claire, put your headphones back on. And she goes, I, I don't know where they are. And I go, Claire, your headphones. You just had them on 30 seconds ago. She goes, I don't, I don't know. And I look. I look around her desk. There's no headphones. I go, Claire, where are your headphones? She goes, I don't know. I don't know. And so we start, I'm like, you literally just had them on seconds ago. I'm like exploding. I, just, I punched a restoration hardware lamp. It didn't do anything. That lamp didn't do anything to me, but oh. I fucking punched the shit out They're of that solid. thing. It's solid. Because I couldn't find, I couldn't find the headphones. And I was like, Claire, where are the headphones? And so we start looking around the house, but they're gone. She looked around her desk. She looked under the couch. I'm looking all through the house. And all of a sudden, they, all of a sudden for 90 minutes, we're looking everywhere through the house for the headphones. Cause I can't, I don't have any other headphones and I can't stop the sound. And with kids, there's no logic. You know, these are creatures that, you know, they, they're terrified of monsters that live under their bed, uh, but then they'll run right out into traffic. There's, there's no logic to them, you know? Like, like if two food groups on their plate touch, absolute meltdown, but if a guy in a van offers them candy, they're gone. You'll never see those kids again. <laughs> it's actually yep. terrifying. So we start looking around the house, and I'm looking in the dryer. I looked on the roof, like everywhere for the headphones. Couldn't find them anywhere. And she, Claire's like looking with me. I go, are they in there? She goes, no, not in here. And so finally I go, all right, let's go back to your desk. We'll start again. And I go, I go, well, I'll, I'll look under the couch. And I go to look under the couch and she goes, they're not under the couch. They're not under the couch. And I go, Claire, what? So immediately I know they're, they're under, under the, couch. the couch. And so I go, to, I go, it's okay, I'll look. And she stops, she goes to stop me, like get in my way. And I, uh. <laughs> she's like 45 pounds way out of her weight class so I pick her up and I put her aside and I go to look under the couch and um, I forgot to tell you something at the beginning of the story Claire that morning got a new pair of scissors that she had gotten yeah and so uh, I I didn't know why she was melting down but she started sobbing before I could even look under the couch she's like I thought you would be mad at me daddy I thought you would be mad I haven't even seen the headphones yet but I'm like yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna. Be, I'm about to be yeah. super mad yeah. in about 20 seconds. Yep. And so I look under the couch, and sure enough, I pull the headphones out, and she cut the cord. I uh. should have known it because I looked around her desk, and she, with her new scissors, she had cut everything on the desk, uh. the crayon box, every piece of paper. Which she was just cutting, and then she was like, "Oh, a cord!" And she cut the cord to her headphones, and immediately took them off and put them under the couch. But here's and so I was. She goes, I thought you'd be mad. And I go, well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty mad about that. But you know what I'm super mad about? The fact that you just let me look for those headphones for 90 fucking minutes mm -hmm. around the house and your commitment. Ah. Like she looked, she looked under, she's like, they're not under my bed. They're not in my toilet. Like she, I was like, that's a sociopath. Wait, this is the mm -hmm. one who doesn't lie to you. Yeah. This is the one she who doesn't said, lie. This is them. how much no, the pandemic broke us. Years from now, when she's like a serial killer, they'll go, that, did, you, did you see anything when she was young? I go, yeah, fucking kid's a lunatic. Yeah. She cut her headphones, hid them under. And honestly, if you're going to cut them, and you, you got to get rid of them. you got to get them out of the house. She yeah. should have buried them in the backyard or something, but she doesn't. She just left them there. And here's what's worse. She wasted like almost two hours of my day as I was looking around the house with the fucking headphones. And then... Middle of the pandemic, I got to get the two kids in the car that afternoon to go to Target to buy a new set of headphones. So we get uh, to Target and we're, we're cruising through Target and I'm 
steaming. And I go to the back and I get the headphones and I'm coming back towards the register. And we go by the toys. And this is how crazy kids are. She knows she's in trouble. She cut the headphones. We go by the toys and she's like, hey, can I get a toy? And I was like, dude, blew up in the store. And then I ended up buying a toy anyway because I'm a <laughs> fucking broken. But is I'm it because you blew up? I just, yeah, I was like, ah, you're cute. She's really cute. She was five. I, I got know, whatever. I know. So, yeah, that was every day of the pandemic was a different story like that. I mean, the, the teachers would be sending me emails. My wife would get text messages, uh, like from other parents saying, hey, is your husband okay? We just saw him in the background just <laughs> losing his shit in his oh, underwear. No. Oh, and the teachers no. would be sending me emails, Mr. Kaler, it's going to be okay. We'll get through this. Um, but Did I had really? real, yeah, I was like, oh, I was every, because I also, I have an OCD about school. Like, I don't like to be late and I would took school. Yeah. So yeah. I, every morning I printed out their schedule, I'd highlight it, wow. I'd go through to make sure they were doing their work. Yeah. And, uh, uh, one time I did see guys were cheating. They were cheating, and I was like, well, fuck you. And then so I started cheating, but I stood out of the frame. I stood above the frame and cheated <gasps> with my kid to go, like, I'm going, she's not getting that A if you're not. And uh, if you ever saw my kid taking a test, she would be, like, looking down. Then she'd look at the camera. Then she'd look up. And then she'd look right <laughs> back down because I was above her, above the frame of the Zoom going, like, no, oh, fix that one. Fix two. Two's wrong. Fix two. <laughs> And then we took the test and we got, I go, so I felt bad about we cheating, got- but at the end of the day, I was like, hey, what do we <laughs> score? And she goes, um, on a second grade math test, I go, hey, how'd we do? Waiting for her to go, straight A, daddy. And she goes, we got a 40 out of 43. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And she goes, we got a 40. And I go, on a second grade test, I, I'm not going to brag, but I have a college education. <laughs> Pretty second you were grade in the math. Navy. I, you were I in got the a Navy. 40 out of 43. And then she goes, she goes, well, what's our grade? And I was like, well, well, it's a, uh, I guess, 40 out of 43. So that would be a, um, uh, and then I started to understand how I got a 40 out of 43. (laughs) Every day, every day. And that's why I drank every, we just started at the end of the day. I was like shaking, shaking. Yeah. Just having some cocktails. It was horrifying. So, yeah, I've I've been uh, and I wasn't broken before that. I think before the pandemic, everything was kind of glorious. And now I'm I look back and I'm like, that's why nowadays everything's glorious again because I'm I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You think I didn't give a shit about it stuff did. before the pandemic? I don't care about shit now. So when you're dealing with schools or whatever, I'm like they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. I've stopped caring. Yeah, <laughs> there is that. There's, there's this feeling like really that you you. You can't control it, but then also you have, like, you have to pay attention to it, but you also can't control it. So it's like you have, you have yeah. to watch this TV show playing out in front of you that you're like, this, I don't like this. I don't like the way the plot's going. This is awful. But <laughs> and honestly, you can't turn it off. You can't you turn it off. You have to watch. Have to watch. I know. But honestly, it's just like, yeah, it's like, I'm so, I was so prepped to be so good at this. And now it's like, well, just listen to me. Just listen. Yeah. Anyways. Stunningly gruesome. Um, And also I had to to quit drinking because, because everything sucks. Everything's 
trapped in my house to distance learn with these kids. Uh, I could yeah. have a I could have a martini yeah. at uh, nine a.m. if I wanted. To. Yeah, my husband quit. Why not? My husband quit after, and I quit for probably six months because I was like, mm -hmm. "This is got This is bad." This is not well. Good. I wasn't. I didn't need to be on. I wasn't going to be on camera. I wasn't getting on stage. I didn't really need yeah. to be anywhere the next morning. So I was yeah. like, no, there were no. I wasn't rules. doing the day though. I I wasn't doing the morning stuff just yet. But I um, <laughs> but uh, unless I was like you know golfing or something. But uh, but otherwise, at five p.m. we would open some vino. But I also I would go to bed. My wife would be like, "You going to bed?" I go, "I'm tired." And she'd be like, it's like 7.45. And I go, I don't care. I'm down. Day's over. Yeah. That day's in the books. <laughs> I had a slogan. And people would always call me and they go, how you doing? I go, survive in advance, brother. Let's see what tomorrow holds. Like I literally every day was like, let me get through today. And then we'll see how tomorrow goes. And we got through it. But we had, it was, we had some gruesome stuff. That happened. In advance? That's the March, that's March Madness's slogan. Survive in advance. That's all I ever. Uh, go ahead. Jason, sorry, Jason. Wanna... Sorry. No, you're good. We have enough time. Your breaking point. Can you tell us a story of a, a time that you're, you're and your five-year-old broken you? Oh, my God. The five-year-old breaks me. Uh, well, we have a, the youngest child. So the here's the thing. Like, our twins, they they give no fucks. They just, they're just solid savages in every way. <laughs> uh, and I'm only going to have to worry about them for probably another two years, and then the, judici judici the judicial system will take over and take care of them. And <laughs> oh, I don't no. have to worry about them. They will be in prison where they belong. <laughs> um, the, the, the five, the five-year-old. Do you ever look in your child's eyes and know that no matter what you do to try to appease the little deity that day, like what offering you give that child, that it's not going to go your way. They just have a look yeah. to them. Yeah. I was at work, and I came home, and I was having up until I came home a good day. I got inside the house and my wife literally grabbed me by the collar of the shirt and she's like, I need you to take the oldest one out of this house. I need things from the grocery store and he is going with you. Just him. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I turned and I looked and I can see as soon as I lock eyes with him that he is in that place and that no matter what I do, he is going to ruin my day. Mm -mm. And I'm like, all right, I know the score. Here we go. And we went to Walmart. And one of my problems with places like Walmart and Target for getting groceries is that they also have the toy aisle. Yep. And they know that the toy aisle is there. We were in there not 30 seconds. Can we go to the toy aisle? And I know just from looking at the child's face, that if I tell him we're not going there now, the rest of this is going to be a wash in yeah. every way. And I'm going to be in a lot of pain. So I ignored the question. He didn't <laughs> like it. He did not like it. And he starts doing this dance, like there's a Michael Jackson song in his head that only he can hear. And he's he's just bebopping around. And then he just starts. He's like, can we go, 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 can we go? And I'm like, let me just get our groceries and then we'll talk about it. And he also, in his infinite hymnness, 
did not like that answer. And so <laughs> I'm I'm getting the produce and the child bebops his little way up behind me and grabs the back of my pants and whoop drops them right in the middle uh, of it. But here's the problem. Here's the wait. problem. When he grabbed my pants, he also got my underpants. And oh. so here I am in all of my glory hanging out over the cucumbers, which comparatively are not doing me any favors. That's um, a health code it's, violation. It's a, it's a privacy violation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and wow. so... Uh, at that point in time, this little old woman thought, you know, when the best time to 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 uh, come up and talk to somebody is when they're pantsless in the cucumbers. Oh my God. And she hobbles up with her walker and she goes, you look like you have your hands full. <laughs> Boo. Oh my God. The worst for people. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, the irony is that I have anything but a handful right now because it's chilly there, and so I I I literally I yanked my pants up. I ignore the woman. I grab my child by the back of his pants, and I'm carrying him like a suitcase to the car, and I'm like, <laughs> I have to come down before I get him to the van, or I'm gonna do something rash, like just drop him off at some random orphanage. Oh God! So that that to oh. me is. Did you buy him a toy like Jamie did? No, he's lucky he's still in here. Oh, well, all of a sudden, I'm the did you at least parent? buy him a cucumber? What happened? What are you talking about? I... No, you're good. You're good, oh, Jamie. Cute. Hey, hey. You always so go by me, Jamie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Believe me. Couldn't have been the Brussels so sprouts to help me out. Nope. Cucumbers. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, oh and, and with the twins, it's even worse. Because, like, I do take them out, just me. And Jamie, you and I have talked about this before. We're like, we're held to a much different standard. Like if my wife took those kids out, they would blame her. And yep. they would think that he was doing a shitty job. But just the yeah. fact that I have them out, people are yeah. like, what a fantastic father. Yes. I let my kids run around stores and I don't care. I let them, yeah. run. I go, I go have fun. I go run around. As soon as we walk in the store, I let them go. I don't care. Really? Yeah, do, you, do you don't worry that they're going to like... I don't worry. I don't worry about the damage when, they'll do, but I'm constantly worried about them being taken. But the thing is, is like, on me video. Too. how are you going to get them out of the store? I mean, you couldn't get them out. And there's two of them. So they're kind of, I always tell them to stay together. Sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll give them like a, uh, like a, uh, a treasure list. I'll go, come back with these five items. And I'll just, oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Actually, wow. That's not a bad idea. But I did do that. I tell my, my wife's like, oh, if I ever did that, people would look at me and say it was the worst parent ever. And I said, here's your problem. You care what people think. I don't. I don't give a uh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if I didn't give a fuck before the pandemic, I really don't give a flying fuck what people think now. I couldn't give yeah. a shit. People are so but judgmental. True. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but let's be honest. When people say I blame the parents, they mean I blame the mom. <laughs> Always. They don't mean that. Always. Always. Yeah, they yeah. do. Always. They definitely do. Uh, this, this is such a double standard. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. And I try No, I believe me. And even I fall into it. If I see like a dad out, I like, I don't even have a kid in diapers. And I'm like, do I have an extra diaper for you? I know. I, I want to help you. You're so good. And I'm like, why? I'm the most I mean, feminist person. And I'm like, I miss her mom more this? so than my wife is. My wife. Same. Uh, I'm the same. We both work. But my job, obviously, when I work, I'm gone. But. 
right. I'm not working every day. And so it's way easier. <gasps> I don't know, guys. There's there's also positives. What's crazy about this whole thing is like good. It's so good. Like I showed my five-year-old Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. So I have a 10-year-old. I have a 10-year-old. We just watched it. We just watched right. it the other day. But the weird thing is, is because I have this 10-year-old, we did a whole up to five-year-old lifetime of just a single kid, and then the baby came. So she'd seen all these things. She'd seen Alice in Wonderland. And because I, I thought about this because basically I saw an Alice in Wonderland Halloween costume for free. And I was like, oh, Mo that would fit Molly, my little one. And then I thought, oh, my God, she's never seen that movie. I don't know if we'll ever show her that. I don't know when my older one will ever let the anime go enough to, you know, get anyone access to the TV again, right? So my five-year-old watches, like, murder anime is basically what she watches. Uh, but I desperately wanted to show them something. So I was like, I don't care what you want to watch. I'm showing you Nightmare Before Christmas. And Juge, my older daughter, was like, I've seen this. And uh, my younger one was like, I can watch things that I like and they exist. Like she's just never allowed to watch her stuff because her older sister is always commandeering it with way above her head stuff. Right. And she mm -hmm. loved it. And we were like, we made a haunted house from Trader Joe's together. We were like, we didn't quite carve pumpkins, but we had one of those nights that was so October, it felt amazing. And- wow. So when things get good, they get really good. But the imbalance of when you can count on, when you kind of are hitting a place where you're like, I would be primed to enjoy this. And then they just plunge into terrible kiddom. Versus oh. when you're like, I, I, I have no expectations for this. This is going to suck. Oh my God, that was nice. Maybe that's the thing. You just always got to have no expectations. <laughs> That's a great, yeah, you got to have no expectation. When I'm on the road, I miss them tragically. And then I get home and I'm like, get them away from me. Um, my only problem, like, they're great. I love hanging with them and doing stuff. My only real problem is the time it takes to do anything. Like, even we park the car. I go, okay, everybody, we're home. Let's get out of the car. I would be out and in the house in about 15 seconds. Oh. To get them out of the car, I, I like literally I'll walk into the house, I'll walk back out. They're still sitting in the car. I go, do you guys know we're parked? I'm in the, I'm in the house. Why aren't I've you lost, getting out of I've the car? I've lost years of my life waiting. The part you unbuckle them and you're like, by the way, you remember how you, you wanted to go to this birthday party and they'll like run to everything and then they'll like stop and they like won't get in the car and they yeah. just sit there and they kind of hang out on... They like swing from the like board, you know, where the, the boarding time is. is my biggest problem because they just, there's no, I'm always like, I'm a big fan of lists. Like even with my got wife, it. she's like, I got so much to do. I go, look at the list, go to number one, accomplish that, cross it off, go to number two. Like that's maybe my Navy days of whatever. Yeah, just I bet. Do, do the task at hand. That's right. right. I say that to Hannah all the time. I go focus on the task at hand. When that's right. done, focus on the next one. When they're all done, go watch TV, have fun. But she right. won't. She meanders. Like I go pick up your shoes. She walks past them ten times, and then I go, you walk past them. Just pick pick the fucking shoes up. I mean, they, look. they can't. There's something inherently built into them that they can't just do the task. Won't they, do it. 
just won't do it. I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Both my so uh, both my parents were in the Navy too, and so we we had that sort of household. And uh, my child with ADHD, and now myself diagnosed now with the ADHD retro retroactively. Um, but my child, I'm like, it wasn't an option for me to not do the task at hand. But her, she cannot do two-step processes. So if you say, go to the closet, get your shoes in your backpack, bring the backpack back to me and get the paper out. She's like, like she'll come back maybe with shoes. Right. And then you're like, okay, let me go back and send you back for this task. I, but I'm with you. I can't. Every t- that's every kid. It's a bit every kid. It, it, it really is. I mean, I know you, I, whatever. No, no, no. no. I mean, my kids are the I, same. But, but, but I will, oh, I will me. also, yeah, but it starts to get, be, when they're 10, it's shouldn't be that way. Right. Well, right. Eight. It's like, I get you. I don't know. Okay. Look, we yeah, had the, we had the look. Yeah. There's Betsy. There's Betsy. Finally. She comes. She can bring, it, she can bring she us all comes. home. But she said uh, we should promote anything we want to. Your guys' okay. stuff. Well, um, Jason and I do a show called The Parents' Lounge. It is on Tuesday night live, uh, 7 p.m. You'll have to come do it, both you guys. Um, and it goes out 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and it goes out live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Where do and you it's record that? Because people comment, and they so we had like we have Richard Marks, the singer songwriter, Larry the Cable Guy, Reed Scott, Dave Keckner, Dave Keckner, yeah, Engvall, uh, who else have we had? A bunch. But what's great is that people come in and then they'll comment, and so it's kind of live where they'll ask questions and stuff, and then so the person can kind of uh, connect with with the guest. So it's been fun, and uh, honestly, the same as this podcast, I, which I love. I think, I think the key to parenting is to realize that we're all going through the exact same crap. Like that's how this all kind of happened. Cause I was like, this, this shouldn't be like this. And then I would talk to everybody else and they go, oh no, this is exactly how this is supposed to be. Yeah. And as soon as you hear that, it makes you kind of breathe out and go, I get, yeah, it's fine. And it, it honestly takes a lot of the stress off about like, we are all going through the exact same horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are times on Tuesday nights where Jamie and I and get there. Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Go there time Tuesday nights. What now, Jace? Um, on Tuesday nights, Jamie and I'll get there and hear both are like, our children, our children, our children. And by the end of the show, we have just <laughs> let it all out and it, and it just feels better. It's a, and like Jamie has said before, uh, the Parents Lounge to us is like this parenting oasis where you can just escape. Nice. And I think what all these parenting podcasts and um, things are about. It's about, you know, the safety in numbers and, and really going, we're you think you think you're the fr- it's like we, we when you do stand up stuff you know the same thing you tell yeah. some crazy joke that's an insane story and then everybody laughs and the only reason they're laughing is because the same exact thing ha- like nothing that's yes. happening to us hasn't happened to a million other people yes and so mm-hmm. it's just great to hear it and also it's it, I mean for me stand up was always my therapy because I would just vent on stage and mm. then. People, you know, made me feel better, and then people would laugh, going, "Yeah, that happened to me." So I don't know. It's yeah. all kind of great. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, thank you, fellas, uh, for for coming on the show. Oh, and Steph, uh, did you say where people can follow you? You know what? I'm Steph Escajeda everywhere. So if you wanna, I'm not on TikTok though. And gosh darn it, now I'm me starting neither. to get lured by the tick no. and mm. the talk of it all. No, I shouldn't. All right. I mean, you leave can. it alone. You can. It's just one more. It's just one more thing that'll be gone soon, and then what's the next one? 
I know. I don't think TikTok's gone as much as Vine. I Vine, we all thought that was there to stay, right? No. And if you, <laughs> no, we never did. No. I don't know. Yeah, I'm Steph Escajeda everywhere. Um, you know, I've got, uh, I don't, I, I'm going to be on this show called Dollface on Hulu. Uh, there's just, you know. Look look I'm for my thing. face that you can't see because you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> just Google. You'll see the name listed Google on the my face. Uh, description. And then just yeah, Google that and you'll see a million different true. things. Up. I'm just going to link go. link to the description anyway. If you open up the description of this episode, you can probably just hover over Steph's name. Just link to me. God, would somebody yeah. please link to me? I've, it's been so long <laughs> since I've been linked. I want to link. I want to link with others. And Jason off in a weird internet limbo uh were you able to talk about all of your specials and uh tell everyone where to follow you online uh yeah we do we do the parents lounge together um i i'm on tacoma fd right now that's on thursday nights which is super <gasps> awesome with the broken lizard guys and then um i have a new album out called homeschooled uh jamie kaler homeschooled and it's on itunes right now and it's uh it was doing pretty great I wrote it during the pandemic and then recorded it in front of all the parents from my kid's school. And it was nice. actually the most, I cried at the end. I stood on stage and I cried in front of everybody. I was like, it was like the pressure came off. And so it was very cathartic. I, I did, I will tell you one other thing about the pandemic. It taught me, like I always kind of poo-pooed art. I was like, oh, I'm an actor, but I'm, I would never tell people I was an actor. But during the pandemic, I realized how important art was and what we all do and how, whether it's music or comedy or TV shows or whatever it is, that it really is an outlet. And I, I think music, especially in comedy, saved my life during the pandemic. It really helped yeah. me yeah. Help me cope with what was going on. Yeah. So check out Gene. It's like Bo Burnham's inside, but for the rest of us who don't have a guest house. I, um, and, and for the rest of us who have kids. He doesn't have any kids. Exactly. No. But I did think what he, I, I loved inside. It was one of my favorite. I did things. too. He better win some Emmys. I thought it was the greatest thing I've seen in a long time. It was gorgeous. But yeah, I, I want to, I can't wait to check out your special. Uh, so we can we can download that on iTunes. Uh, anything else before we uh, wrap it up here? That's it. Super fun. Right, Jason, nah. you good? All right. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for putting up with all of my... Thanks for having uh, us. Thanks for having us, Betsy. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, everyone, dear listener, if, if you find yourself uh, coming for the poster but staying for the robotics or... <laughs> Um, getting fluge on your face, <laughs> or if you find yourself pantsless in the cucumbers, just know that you are doing a great. My mommy drinks. I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrow's will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I 
I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. Like, you're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's I'm great. balder than it. you. <laughs> you are balder than me. Only on bald talk. Campfire. <laughs>